After the first week of free agency, the biggest position of need for your New England Patriots remains the same. Which one? Stick around. You're about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Subscribe to Locked On Patriots or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure that you get the latest episode as soon as it's available. I'm your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So reach out to me and let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. While you're out there showing some love to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Lockdown Patriots account as well at LO underscore Patriots. That's fans. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise, this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On in all caps in the game. Patriots fans, thank you for taking time out today to bring the week in style here on Locked On Patriots. Hope you all had an amazing weekend with one week of free agent additions and subtractions under their belt. The New England Patriots had a hell of a week, but they're still looking for ways to improve their team. Free agency far from being over. The trade market is still a possibility. And we're going to give the trade market its just attention this week. But today is the return of hashtag Locked on Merck Monday and hashtag Mock Draft Monday. And that's right, folks. Joining me each and every Monday, as he always does, is the only man with that very own brand hashtag, the Green King of Sting, Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports. And we have a pair of intriguing mock drafts for you today, focusing on players at the past biggest positions of need when it comes to the draft, Patriots have, still have a lot of positions of need to fill out there, but here is where we're thinking the Patriots are going to be focusing their energy when it comes to the upcoming NFL draft. Now, I know a lot of you, myself included, believe that the Patriots still need a strong presence on the perimeter at wide receiver. I like the addition of Juju Smith-Schuster a lot, but the Patriots are still lacking that true perimeter threat that other teams need the game plan to stop. I think they're going to get that player, but I think they do that either by free agency or by the trade market. Unless someone like Jackson smith Jigma jumps into their lap, I think that the Patriots are probably more likely to use high-level draft capital in order to bring in someone that is going to have an immediate impact. And I think the class right now, this draft class, is a little deeper at these three positions, and I could see them even using as high as pick 14 on any of these positions. So let's get right into it, folks. We start with the tight end position, and no, I don't think the Patriots need a tight end more than they need a wide receiver in 2023. This is more of a future projection, because as my partner in crime, Claire Classy Claire Cooper, has said several times here on these airwaves, this is one of the deepest tight end classes that we've seen in quite a while. 
Patriots, in my opinion, need to strike. And especially considering that neither Hunter Henry nor new addition Mike Kosicki are under contract beyond 2023. Patriots need to look to the future, and they can do it with some very solid players. Now, Michael Mayer, Luke Musgrave, those guys are probably going to go before number 14 hits. At least we think so. Titans can drop sometimes in draft uh, boards because of the fact that other teams are filling drastic positions of need. Tight end might not be at the top of a lot of these teams' lists, but right now in a lot of mock drafts, we're seeing those two go off the board. I don't know Washington continues to really escalate through a lot of people's mock drafting. He's a possibility. Dalton Kincaid of the Utes. We've talked about him before here on the, uh, the airwaves. Sam Laporta, Tucker Craft. I think those two guys right now are very much in the Patriots pipeline, very much in their crosshairs. So it's going to be interesting to see if any of them end up New England Patriots. And out, not, I wouldn't say an outside shot, but maybe in a day two or, yeah, it's going to be a day two without any question. I don't think this guy's going to be day one, but he's definitely not lasting to day three. Zach Kuntz of Old Dominion is someone I think could be an option there as well. So when you look at New England, yeah, there's definitely a possibility that they could look at the tight end position. But coming in at number two is cornerback, for, at least for my list anyway. And I do completely understand how a lot of you could have cornerback at the number one position, especially after the release of Jalen Mills. Patriots clearly have a need there. I think it's a valid argument to say cornerback is their biggest need. I appreciate the argument. You might be right at the end of the day. I'm certainly not going to tell you you're wrong. But this is, again, my opinion. The trio of Joneses, Jonathan Marcus and Jack, are all phenomenal players. And I like their ability, especially the two rookie Joneses, to project in this system for a number of years. But they're all under six feet, as are Miles Bryant. And when you want to go with a little bit more size on the perimeter and maybe a little bit more of a tough nature that you want to be able to you know, provide, I think it's going to be a little difficult for the Patriots to lay off some of the great corners that they have in this draft class. Christian Gonzalez, I think, is at the top of everybody's list when it comes to Oregon. He's got everything you want. 6'2", size, definitely the ability to play on so many different levels. This kid's going to be a star at the perimeter for years to come. I think he's off the board by the time the Patriots pick. They'd probably have to trade up to get him, and I'm not sure the Patriots are trading up at this point. So where does that leave you? Well, it leaves you with some very good consolation prizes, potentially at number 14. Joey Porter Jr., Devin Witherspoon, there's a shot that they may be there at 14. I think that's stretching it a little bit too. Corner is always a high-demand position. It's a high-value position, and it's also a very – a marquee position uh, for those that are in need. And I think Porter and Witherspoon could be off the board. We've talked about someone like a Cam Smith from the Gamecocks. He might be on option. Kylie Ringo is actually someone that has really started to elevate through draft boards. Really did a great job with the Bulldogs last year. I want to talk about a solid perimeter option. This kid is it. Size definitely there. 6'2", 205 pounds. Battle-tested all those years in the SEC going against uh, you know players at the University of Georgia. This kid could be someone to take a look at as well, and I've seen several projections that have him in the first round. So keep an eye on Kelly Ringo. He might be an option there as well. But ultimately, I do think that the past number one need, it's still the number one need, even after a week of free agent, is along the offensive line, especially at the tackle position. And 
That's not to say that I don't like the additions of Riley Reef and Calvin Anderson. I love them both. I think they're both great, solid moves. But Anderson is a swing option at best. He's going to add quality depth, but there's still a need for starting caliber. And Reef at 34 is not a long-term solution. I know he's projecting as a starter based on his contract, but it's unclear whether the Patriots are going to play him either at the right or the left. Since he and Trent Brown can really play either, so it's kind of a mix-up right now. And even with Brown under contract for one more year, you're still not sure if he might end up on the trading block. The New England Patriots have made moves like this before and tried to go with younger options, tried to go with you know options that have a little bit more of a long-term future in New England. So keep an eye on the tackle position because I think a lot pre-draft will determine what they're going to do in the draft. And ultimately, Rafe and Brown are both in contract years. They're both on the wrong side of 30. Not going to be surprising to see the Patriots go tackle with their top draft pick. And I think they will do that. Again, folks, just my opinion. Paris Johnson Jr. is the guy that I think everybody wants out of Ohio State. He checks all of the boxes. Speed, ability to block, ability to fend off. This guy basically can do it all. And he is the complete package, really would fit so well in New England system, and I think projects very well here. Peter Skoronsky's still very high up on a lot of people's lists for Northwestern. He's an option. Oklahoma's Anton Harrison has really started to make his move up draft boards lately. Actually saw a couple of mock drafts over and project Anton as a number one pick for the New England Patriots. So keep your eyes out for him. Uh, very speedy, very athletic. Darnell Wright coming out from uh, Tennessee. I like his option as well. He would look great in a Patriots uniform, especially the speed that he shows and the agility that he shows, the athleticism for a guy his size on the offensive line. So those types of players could be Patriots targets. But a lot of the players I've mentioned have been discussed here on the pod previously. Today's mock draft selection submitted by you, the great listeners of Locked On Patriots, really some of the best we've seen so far, folks. Keep them coming. We absolutely love your feedback. The two that we've chosen today contain some players that we've yet to discuss here. Yeah, you're going to hear some familiar names, no question about it, but there are also some players we've yet to discuss, and I think it's important to throw all those into the mix as well. So, folks, stick around because Murph is set to hop in here in just a moment when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, folks, today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Now, you've heard me talk about this mobile game app, and if you ever thought you'd make a great GM, you've got to give this game a try. You know, it's not as easy as it looks to build a dynasty. I know, especially after a week of free agency, we're looking at the Patriots and saying, this is what Bill needed to do. He should have done this. He should have done that. A lot of ifs, but it's not exactly easier when you're sitting in that chair. But when you play Ultimate GM, you're going to have the opportunity to control and manage every strategic aspect of your team as you play through the seasons and lead your team to glory by trying to build a historic dynasty like your New England Patriots. You're responsible for everything, hiring the right coaches, coordinators, managing the finances, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, injuries, all of it, all in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free. It's playable offline, so you can play on the go as you want to, when you want to. And here's the here's the kicker, folks. Locked on Patriots listeners, please listen up because you get a 100% free boost to your franchise 
when using the promo code locked on in all caps. That's in the game store, so please keep an eye out for that. That's locked on in all caps, so make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com, ultimate football GM. Start your dynasty. Patriots fans, mock drafts may have taken a backseat last week to the free agent frenzy that was about to engulf us all, but they're back this week and they are back in a big way. And because they're back in a big way, we're still doing Mondays in a big way here. It is not just hashtag mock draft Monday. It is always hashtag locked on Murph Monday here on Locked On Patriots. And of course, it gives me the opportunity to welcome in my good friend, the legendary Connor Murphy Fisto himself. The legendary Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports. And Murph, we missed mock drafts last week. It was definitely we something that, you know, we talked a little bit of free agency, definitely yep. did the due diligence whole... of the news of the day. But there was. There was a little bit of a gape there, and I'm glad yeah. we were able to bring it back this Monday, my friend. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. There were there was a little bit of a hole in my heart. I, I feel like, you know, we connect with, with, with our people here, with your people here, not, not ours, your, your people here. And, uh, and oh, no, it, it's always people. a lot of, it's always a lot of fun. And I found myself zooming around uh, the interwebs on, on the bird app, looking for people's mock drafts to, 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 to go over just in my <laughs> head. So no, I'm glad we're back here uh, today on Monday on a mock draft Monday, and we're going to get into it. Yeah, we're definitely going to get into it, and let's get right into it. You know, Murph, we uh, missed mock drafts so long, we're going to get into it in a big way. And folks, we're about to engulf ourselves into the mock draft that is going to look like a CBS receipt, our friends. Take a look at this one, Murph. Definitely a lot of ingenuity, and I want to give a lot of credit yeah. to our good friend, big supporter of the program, John Costi at JohnBC13. It's a little tough to read, folks, but John definitely has the Patriots active in the trade market right off the bat in wow. the first round. Number 14 goes to the Washington Commanders. He gets a little bit of a haul back, gets the uh, first rounders, number 16, and a second rounder at number 47, but he's not done there. He keeps kicking the can down the road a little bit until he finally gets the Patriots at the number 29 pick in the first round getting some a haul back, and you can definitely see that the Patriots put a lot of this draft capital to good use. The first right off the bat, Murph, tackle was a huge position. Obviously, the topic of the day here on Lockdown Patriots is mock drafts that are absolutely looking toward positions of need for the Patriots. Tackle is definitely one of them, not very, very highly addressed in free agency. I know there are a lot of Riley Reef fans out there. Yeah. I think he can be very good, but 34 years of age is not a long-term solution. Dewan Jones is definitely a long-term solution yeah. at the position if they can get him in the first round or early second. Yeah, without a doubt, man. Dewan Jones is just a massive human being. This is not a puny human. Okay, you know, he's six foot eight, three hundred and seventy-five-ish pounds. And he plays well for somebody that's his size. He has good footwork. Um, I, I love me a, a Ohio State lineman. This was a fantastic pick. And it's wow. This dude with all the trading that that he made, he ended up with like eight picks inside the top one hundred. I'm gonna give him to one oh seven there. Uh, but he started out with uh with a double right here, a triple right here and grabbing Jones at 29. <laughs> yeah, I got a funny feeling he's about to drive a run in because you've been very vocal on his next pick here at number 46. 
Darnell Washington, bringing him in to fill the tight endage gap. I know the Patriots went out last week, signed Mike Gusecki, uh, 6-7 as well, Darnell Washington. Yep. So you want to talk about two big bookends for the Patriots if they pull this off, be a very sizable tight endage group. Blair yep. definitely like that a whole lot in terms of what he brings to the table because, Murph, this kid is a compliment to what Hunter Henry and Mike Kosicki do very well, right. which is run routes and catch passes. This kid, one of the best blocking tight ends in the draft. That's it. We, we've we've talked at nauseum, or not not us personally, but you know the talking heads out there have talked at nauseum that the Patriots don't have a blocking tight end. Well, they would not right now, and they've got a got one that can get out into a into a pattern and create some havoc. There there isn't a linebacker on the planet that can keep up with this dude. You, you it, it's it's that scary. How. Uh, fantastic of an athlete Washington is I would I I honestly I'd be shocked if he was there um you know just pure power and technique he his his footwork could use a, a you know I don't want to say an upgrade but it's something that you can work on um we people like to talk about the fact that there's nobody you have to game plan for this is a kid that you would have mm. to game plan for all right. Uh, it, it, no, go ahead. No, absolutely. I was just agreeing with you. <laughs> I was just, I absolutely agree with you. It's not often that you say that for a tight end that's a little more prolific in his blocking yeah. technique as opposed to pass catching where you say you need to actually scheme and game plan for a player like this. But that's how good he is. There's Draft no ball. Network absolutely yeah. loves this kid. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to quote directly uh, from his scouting report. Whether drive blocking in the run game or chipping in pass protection, Washington's presence is felt. He can drive defenders off the ball vertically, watch them down the line of scrimmage. Washington operates as the split flow blocker on split zone concepts. This opens up easy access to the opposite flat regions of play action. Folks, to translate, this kid's mismatch ability comes in the ground game when running routes off play action. Over half of his yards come from play yep. action. So when you look at what this kid's able to do in the blocking game, in the passing game, he can be a bit top-heavy. That can cause him some trouble when he tries right. to drive his opponents off the ball. But all in all, if you want a blocking yeah. tight end, this kid is it. He's got the size, he's got the bulk. He could even be an offensive lineman in this league. Yeah, we've described him as as a, a moving offensive lineman before in the past. He's he's somebody. Believe me, folks. He's not gonna he's not gonna bust it up the seams and and make you uh, gasp in awe with his speed off the line. But this is somebody that that runs a decent route. He he can run an out route. He, his his wingspan is unreal. If you throw a ball within five yards of this man and he's standing there, he can reach out with one hand and grab it, and he often does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's absolutely. not a one-trick yeah. pony. He's I know not Murph's a one-trick pony. On, uh, yeah, no, he's not. He's not, and I know Murph's been high on uh, uh, Darnell for a while, and if the Patriots can pull this off, it'd be a huge yeah. coup for them in the tight endage room. Murph, another big need, obviously, that the Patriots have now opened up at the time we're recording this anyway, uh, is cornerback because Jalen Mills obviously is on the outside now looking in in New England. Um, and a lot of people are saying now the Patriots need to go after that alpha corner, that guy that's going to be able to bring Jack Jones along, the guy that's going to be able to give Jonathan Jones a little rest, someone who's going to allow Marcus Jones to play more situational football, maybe yep. – 
do some tandem in in the slot with uh, um, with Miles Bryant. One of the big things that we hear all the time about the Patriots cornerback room is that it's not very sizable. Most right. of the players either under or just above the six foot line. Right. Well, John addresses that here and he addresses it in a big way, folks. And I mean, big in terms of size. <laughs> Julius Brents of Kansas State, 6'4", 204. You want a sizable corner, folks. This is the guy to go get. But I like the size. Well, I, I like the length. I love the physicality that this kid plays with. I have some concerns about the top end speed, but I think that can be worked on. That can be cultivated. I really look at this kid just more of a zone corner. He right. fits so well into a cover three or a cover two. Murph, you and I talked about this offline. The Patriots need press man here, and that's not where Julius is at his right. best. I love the player. I love, I'm really going to love watching him as yeah. a pro. I just don't think it's going to be here in New England. Right. It's a, it's not this system. You know, people people are um, all sitting there and they're they're listening to very educated folks out there that are rightly pointing out that there's not a lot of size out there on the outskirts. And um, they see Brent's and he's what six three six four, and they say, oh yeah, th- th- this kid is not a press man corner. He's not. He, he's somebody that can get juked out of his out of his shoes uh, on occasion, and that's in college. Imagine what's going to happen here at the pro level. Uh, I think he he's a serviceable guy. I, I actually think that where he picked him was was a, a pretty decent pick. I'm not sure of any grades mm-hmm. or anything that that they got on him. Where he got him, it was is fantastic. And you're really you're not going to get that press corner stud at this point. You, you, you're just not. They're mm. gone. They're gone. I'm not saying that he should have taken somebody else at this. They're not there. So, yeah, he, he's a good body. He's somebody that can come in here and learn. Um, I like the kid. It, it's just not a scheme fit. It, it, it's really not. He's another zone guy. Bill, Bill needs a press man guy out there, and this kid isn't it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, well, you know, I think Murph and I are right in lockstep when it comes to um, Julius's fit here. John, I love the ingenuity and I love the pick. And I think you picked him up at a very good spot. I just think right. that in terms of the fit that the Patriots are going to need, they need someone that can come in and play press man off the bat if they're going to want to fill those shoes left behind by Jalen Mills. Right. You can, Murph, you we can, need some you Murphy can be, and wisdom and counsel to tie slow. <laughs> You can be slow. And, and be big if you can, you know, hold up at the line of scrimmage, but you can't, you can't be slow and big and not hold up at the line of scrimmage. And, and that's, you know, it's just a combination here that, that doesn't work for me. Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, at that point, when you look at the type of fit that he would be, you're probably going to look for the Patriots to fill that void. I have no doubt that they're going to dip into the cornerback room in the draft, but it's just going to be, I think, in a different location, maybe even a little bit earlier. Who knows? But the Patriots uh, definitely have their holes to fill. And I think John has filled some of them quite nicely with tackle and tight end. Murph, we need some Murphy and Wisdom Council to tie this all together here. Um, When you look at this draft from top to finish, the best of the rest in terms of what John did position of need as opposed to player that fits it. Uh, anybody on this list that you're looking at and saying, wow, this one really nailed it. This is a guy I'd love to have. Jordan Battle at 81. Um, uh, Zach Kuntz mm-hmm. and uh, Michael Wilson out there from Stanford at 89. Uh, I think the best is yet to come from Michael Wilson. I've grabbed him in many a mock draft, and I wouldn't mind seeing him here in uh, 
in New England. Also, the, the fact that, you know, I would really like to see, you know, make my day, folks. Uh, linebacker is still a position of need here, okay? To pay a little attention to linebacker mm-hmm. earlier in the draft. Sorry. Yeah. I think a lot of people are getting, you know, maybe lost in that a little bit. No, I agree yeah. with you. And I'll be the first to admit, you know, sometimes there are opportunities where I'll look at positions of need, uh, positions that are getting off a lot of press coverage, uh, you know, in terms of what the Patriots should do. We talk about tackle, we talk about tight end, cornerback, wide receiver, obviously, huge amount of time spent on that. But we're not looking at the need for the middle of the field. And Taylor Kyles and I talked a little bit about this over the yeah. weekend where was a great he said show. the middle of that field, thank you very much. Really big weekend for Locked On Patriots and uh, big weekend for uh, our Friday show, my friend. Really, really good. Thank you so much, everyone, for all of the, uh, yeah, the love great there. Feed. Back. Well, uh, absolutely. We'll give a little love to, you know, to close the show out today. But no, all kidding aside, in the middle part of that defense, yeah. that's something that Taylor did, uh, you know, advise that needs to be addressed and maybe a little bit of an upgrade there. Who knows? Maybe we've got that in our maybe. second draft that Murph and I are going to break down. But before we take our for all grades, how did John Costi do on this attempt, uh, save for the CBS receipt like, uh, you know, <laughs> strip in the middle of our screen? Yeah. Um, I think he did a solid job. I'm giving this yeah, one a solid B. It did. He he covered a lot of bases here. He he plugged a lot of holes. Um, I have to say that with, with the uh, with the exception of Jones up there at the top and Washington, mm-hmm. uh, he went at this draft the way Bill did free agency. Okay, there's a lot of depth here. There are a lot of pieces that could come in and play a small role. And that's honestly, folks, that's been the Patriot way for a very long time and it's been successful. So who the hell am I? (laughs) No, I give I give him a solid B. This is a solid B draft. If it was a a three round draft, I'd be fantastic with it. Um, but it, it, it's not. And it, there's some good depth here. It's a B, it's a B draft. Yeah, that's a, you know, when you said, who the hell am I, you know, I got Jack Waltz vibes right there. Almost every big lawyer in New York, who the hell are you? Uh, But no, all kidding aside, folks, I agree with uh, Murph. John, we want to thank you. Tip of the cap, nod of the gods for sending in a very, very good mock draft. And folks, we have just scratched the surface because Murph and I are about to break down a mock draft that is uh, pretty high up on our list of drafts in just a moment when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, today's episode, folks, brought to you by our good friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. The tournament is heating up, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe. It's secure. It's super easy to use. And then you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scorers to the threes that are drained. And plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Patriots fans, the legendary Connor Murphy Fisto himself joins me here today. Thomas Murphy of E2G Sports on the Locked On Patriots podcast, proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
And folks, today we are going over your mock drafts for your team. And uh, in the previous segment, Murph, uh, definitely an aggressive approach, a lengthy approach. Yep. John Costi, I think, doing a pretty good job. But when we look at the next draft that we're going to break down, because obviously the ne- the theme of today's show is positions of need for the Patriots. And we talked about cornerback in the last draft and the last draft that John submitted. We talked a little bit about wide receiver, tight end, things of that nature, offensive tackle. You had mentioned the linebacker position. And this draft that we're about to bring up is not really robust in that department, but it does address the edge. And it's something that I'm glad that we yep. uh, uh, we did here. Let's take a look at it. This is submitted by a YouTube listener, folks, someone that doesn't really want to bother around with social media. I can't blame him there, folks. His name is Bobby L, last initial L. But Bobby definitely submitted a home run here. I really, really like this draft from start to finish. So let's take a look at it. Obviously, right off the bat, Murph, you know we're going to smile at this. Jackson Smith and Jigba coming off the board at number 14. No trades here, Murph. No, I went straight, straight and narrow on the Patriots, uh, uh, you know, uh, draft lodger. It's probably not going to happen that way, folks. But for Mox, it really, I think it works well. So... Jackson definitely doing a good job here. Uh, I should say Bobby doing a good job here with getting Jackson uh, at number 14. Uh, Yeah, he's still – JSN is still my draft crush. I still hold on to hope that the Patriots are going to be able to uh, snag him. But with the moves they made, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're looking elsewhere more defensively. But Um, I I really think that that Bill is going to go into this draft if somebody falls into his lap like this move it, it he could do it mm-hmm. uh i would be thrilled i would be doing cartwheels <laughs> if jsn was was ended up a a patriot because there's your playmaker right there there's it's a fantastic pick there i've seen him go uh much higher than this uh mm-hmm. in in the top 10 i've seen him go as low as 20 this is this is a solid a pick this is a fantastic move um the patriots would uh wide receiver room would get uh you know quite crowded and quite talented with this young man in there because he's he's just that good yeah absolutely and uh, i think a lot of patriots fans would love to see him wearing a new england patriots uniform but like you said bill always drafts by best player available or usually mm-hmm. does that's typically his mo and if someone like jsn does lap into his lap it's going to be difficult for Bill to be able to lay off that. But in the next position, the Patriots go offensive line. They look at the position that we still consider the top position of need for New right. England. Don O'Reilly of Tennessee obviously wowed everyone at the Combine with an amazing, amazing uh, you know, 40 time, uh, showing a lot of agility for a guy his size, right. a guy at his position. Um, this would definitely revolutionize the way the Patriots look at the tackle position. But Darnell is solid here. I don't think you can yeah. really argue with the pick. <laughs> No, you really can't. Uh, he, he's definitely a right tackle, though, in my mind. Mm-hmm. He's not somebody that's going to be a swing or, or be able to play on the left-hand side. Uh, I've actually seen linebackers piss themselves when when <laughs> this kid, you know, hits that gap lead backer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 it's fantastic what he's been able to do. Um, he's got good foot footwork. I, I really like his footwork. Um, it, and and that's a work in progress. Okay, mm-hmm. what what I like to do when I'm especially when I'm looking at linemen is is watch their progression over the years. And this kid's footwork has gotten better 
every single year. I don't just look at their at last year's film. I'll go all the way back and I'll look at what they were doing as a freshman. Um, even with this kid, I go back and, and saw what he was doing as a recruit coming out. And this kid was a top 10 recruit in the country. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you're grabbing him here at 46, a fantastic, fantastic pick. Yeah, without any question. And, you know, the only thing I have from question pro- is, will he be there? That's it. I mean, a number 46, that's aggressive, but you never know. The way the cookie crumbles sometimes in the draft, yeah. Murph, does allow windfalls. And we've seen yep. players fall before. Yeah, um, I've, seen, so we'll, I've seen as many as, as seven quarterbacks go in the first round, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. in, in expert drafts, in expert mocks. So that pushes everybody down. So, yeah. I mean, he might not be there at 46, but he could definitely be there at 36. And that's a trade up that we know Bill will make. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you know what? If Bo Callahan can fall that far in mm. the draft, Murph, who knows? You Bravo. know, I mean, anything yeah. is possible. He can get all his picks back, and he wants David Putney because he needs a GD punt returner. Um, yeah, folks, it's it's about that time. If you haven't watched it yet, <laughs> go and watch that movie. Every draft season, you got to do it. You just you have do to it. do it. But uh, in any case, um, now we're getting into the meaty part of the draft yeah. for me in terms of the Patriots addressing their defensive backfield. I've been very vocal about my love for Christopher Smith. I know I've gotten a little bit of guff. People think I'm a little too high on him, but I think, yes, a little bit of a project. I'm not going to deny that, but I think the potential here is for someone that can really be that free safety or maybe even that box safety. He's that versatile, folks, of the future. One guy I wanted to talk about with you, Murph, because cornerbacks obviously are a big position of need, especially with Jalen Mills being released. We talked about it a lot in the previous segment, but – Travius Hodges Tomlinson comes up on a lot of mock drafts. We're submitted or we see a lot of them. And Tomlinson is someone that absolutely is um, a, uh, I don't want to say a focal point of them, but I think a lot of Patriots fans or at least a lot of Patriots aggregators are drawn to this kid because of the comparison to Marcus Jones. Right. He's 5'9". He's not going to satisfy the height requirement that a lot of Patriots fans want, but this kid is someone that plays bigger than the position. I know it's cliched. I know it sounds canned. He absolutely does. He's a real technician in man coverage. So if you want a man coverage corner, this kid is definitely someone that can lock down your defender. Physical for his size, very physical, great versatility. Um, There are issues with missed tackles. He's going to need some coaching there. He's going to need some solid coaching in that defensive backfield. But this kid could be a starter on the outside, and he's got the the versatility to play nickel corner in the slot as well. I like this pick. I really like the uh, the, uh, the potential here uh, for Tomlinson down the line. That's it. I, I, you know, four point four one forty. You know, you know, we could we could talk about the the, the Smurfish size that that he is. The kid's shorter than I am, uh, but you know, that's okay. So we don't have to raise the ceiling in the DB room. Uh, that, that's fantastic. I am not about height. I am about uh, effort and ability. And this kid puts in the effort, and he has the ability to be a press man corner in this in this uh, in this NFL. He does. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, some of the guys that are out there that are six, four, six, five, six, six are going to give him issues on the outside. But uh, where he's taking him again here, at, you know, outside the top 100, you can't you you can't knock it. You, you really can't. Mm. I, I, I'd be fantastic with this at 107. 
Yeah, I think the uh, the, the work that uh, uh, Bobby has done here outside the uh, the the first 100 is really solid yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, really in is. In terms of addressing a lot of Patriots' positions of need, the tight end, Loon Shoemaker, this is another right. solid blocking tight end. If you want to talk about Washington yeah. maybe being one, I really would be very hard-pressed to put this kid at number two or number three in terms of blocking yeah. tight ends in this draft. He's that good at what he does. Uh, very solid. Uh, really can seal the edges. Uh, I think blocking may be his best trait overall. Jackson Kirkland, someone we've talked about as a versatile type. He's yep. listed here as a guard, folks, but he can play tackle. He's a tackle that's by it. nature. Um, yeah. That's a swing position uh, if I and ever saw it. one. Right. And and we all know how much Bill loves his guys that he can mm. he can slide in and out at different positions on the offensive line. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even put it past uh, Kirkland to be able to snap a ball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's the type of versatility that Bill Belichick and now Adrian Clem and of course Bill O'Brien yeah. want in that offense, especially along the offensive line. Guys that can plug and play. We saw Scar coach these guys so well up here for a number of years. Can Adrian Clem bring some of that into New England? Uh, we feel pretty good about that. He did a hell of a job up in Oregon, and I think he's ready to put his imprint and his thumbprint on this offensive line. No Murph, doubt. you had talked about linebacker. Uh, we've got a couple here. Cam Jones going off yep. the board at number 183 from Indiana. And someone I don't think we've talked enough about here on Locked On Patriots because his name is so similar to mine. Mafamo Diabate, folks. Diabate is actually the Italian pronunciation of my name. My um, my uh, uh, my relatives, uh, you know, a few years removed, uh, Americanized it years ago to debate. But Diabate is actually the Italian pronunciation. I would love to have someone as close, you know, name relation uh, as possible. I'll buy you the jersey. Uh, by Utah, but these kids can get after it. Um, I think Bobby's addressed this uh, adequately here. I'm not yeah. saying maybe prioritized it, but get a couple of guys in here that can be effective in the middle part of this defense. That's it. You know, they're outside the top 100, so we're, we're talking about guys that are going to be uh, situational, rotational-type individuals, but I think Cam Jones and Diabate uh, <laughs> are, are uh, uh, two, two individuals that are – dare I say, that will make this squad. Mm -hmm. And that's not easy to do when you're talking about guys that you're taking, you know, almost at 200 as opposed to almost at 100. Um, and that's not for a lack of depth or talent at the position. Uh, I just think that these bo both these ballplayers are that good. Also, Ricky Stromberg has been a huge crush of mine uh, going into this. I think he's... Uh, fantastically underrated and he should be taken maybe 40 45 picks sooner than than you see him going don't be surprised if uh on draft night he's the one going at 135 mm. you know we saw it last year but we had uh, a solid third round grade on cole strange and he winds up yeah. going in the first round so anything and everything is possible yep. with offensive linemen it depends <coughs> on what team is seeing Beauty is in the eye right. of the beholder, and I agree with you on Ricky Stromberg. And, and of course, Michael Turk. Big showing. Yeah, absolutely. Let's not forget Michael Turk here, man. That's fantastic. This is the first punter that we've had uh, mocked up to the Patriots, and we all know it's definitely a need right now, and Bill will find somebody who can kick the ball. But I like me some Michael Turk. 
Yeah, I do as well. Uh, this kid can definitely get after it. The Oklahoma Sooners, uh, the Patriots had an opportunity to get a close-up look at him at the um, at the Shrine Bowl, uh, and they liked what they saw. In his first season as an Oklahoma Sooner, folks, 51.2 yards per punt. Eight of his punts, eight of his 35 punts go for more than 60 yards. 2022, last year, punted 63 times, 46.8-yard average in each of his four collegiate years here in first-team all-conference, while his career average ranks in the top of the all-time FBS punters. This kid can clearly punt for power. I know everyone was enamored with Jake Bailey's ability and his leg. I was as well. Uh, Steve and I would constantly talk about how he kicked balls into the Foxborough atmosphere that haven't even – yeah, and they haven't even landed yet. Uh, But this kid, definitely impressive hang time during his time at the Shrine Bowl. I like this pick. And I think it's a good way to bring it all together. The final three here, Stromberg, Diabate, yep. Turk, these guys all had showings at the Shrine Bowl that That's allowed it. the Patriots to get a close-up eye. When New England is doing hands-on scouting, folks, it's usually a tip of the cap and a nod to the gods there. So, Bobby, I thought this was solid from start to yeah. finish. Uh, I'm, I'm giving this one an A. I'm giving this one an A-. minus. I, I think, I'm, you know. The only Solid reason why a. I put the yeah, the only reason why I put the minus next to it is because I do think JSN, I think the I, I think the focus of New England is now shifted in terms of drafting a number one wide out with the first overall pick. But if he's there, I think I don't think they lay off it. But I, I really thought this one was phenomenal from start to finish. Yeah. Filled right. a lot of needs here. This is an A draft. I mean, you, yeah. you can't pass on that kind of talent at 14. Uh I love me some uh some mocks that that don't include uh um, a lot of trading, uh, things that, that you're never going to see. And that's, that's, I'm not putting down anybody that, that has done that. Those, we've seen some fantastic, uh, as Mike said, uh, CVS type receipt, tr- uh, mock drafts just to steal that. But I mean, at the top, you know, if you just went with the first four picks in this, it, it is, it is a, an A draft and it, the polls just kept coming. You know, Kirkland, Sam, Cam Jones, uh, uh, Quindell Johnson, who who is, you know, also an underrated guy that that should be in the top 150, not not, you know, closer to 200. Stromberg, Mm -hmm. we just talked about Diabati is fantastic. And Turk, this is this I, I, you know, this is a a solid a draft, one of the better ones that we've seen um, this season. Yeah, without any question. And, you know, that's the that's the beauty of Mock Draft Monday, Murph, is that the mock drafts that we're bringing in, it's not always about hitting home runs on every pick, right. although I think Bobby did a really good job here. Yeah, he did. Way. But yeah. at the same time, I will say that the, the drafts that we try to bring in fill positions of need, but they also bring up intriguing names, maybe people that aren't talked about as potential right. Patriots picks in a lot of different circles. But Names that deserve at least some consideration. We may agree with them. We may not. In the previous segment, you know, Brents was a guy that we both love as a player, but just didn't like the fit here in right. New England. It's all about that. And that's why we always appreciate all of you spending so much time and spending so much energy and bringing and, you know, and bringing all of that into Locked On Patriots, not just from a viewer perspective, but also from an analyst perspective. If you guys really yeah. take the time uh, to make yourselves um, analysts here and really take it seriously. And I, for one, could not thank you enough for that. Right. Believe me, there are analysts out there that that are not pulling down these kind of drafts, folks. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are hosts like, like Mike and I 
that go home that that leave the studio scratching their heads or talk about uh, drafts sure. for ten or fifteen minutes afterwards, saying what the hell were people thinking? Mike and I aren't doing that. You guys, you guys bring it each and every yeah, week. Please keep do. doing it because we love doing this show. Absolutely. And Mock Draft Monday is here to stay, folks. Now we are getting ready for next month's draft. And please keep them coming in. By all means, continue to submit them by Twitter at LO underscore Patriots. But if you want to do what Bobby did, definitely check out our Twitter page. You get the email address that you'll be able to send in. LockedOnPatriots at Gmail. You definitely want to go ahead and check that out. Or you can definitely send it in individually to Murph or myself. Any way that you want to submit these, we love featuring your great work. And we love breaking them all down. And we're going to continue to do that each and every Monday here on Locked On Patriots. But what can I say? My partner in crime here on Mock Draft Monday always brings the wisdom and counsel the way only he can. And I'm eternally grateful to you for doing so. But before I let you go today, please let everyone know where they can find you, your great work, and what you have coming in the horizon this week from the great pen, the great voice of Thomas Murphy. Of course, uh, you can find everything that I do over there at A2G.com. You can follow me on the bird at, at TeamRF207. And we'll just see what tickles my fancy this week. It's probably going to be uh, a little bit more of uh, the World Baseball Classic coverage. Uh, I'm going to start breaking down the uh, the uh, Red Sox starting rotation this week and see what we have there. And um, a couple of surprises here and there. You never know. No. Absolutely, folks. And definitely anytime Murph puts pen to paper or voice to microphone, you got to check it out. It's one of the best. And even with the surprises, he'll never, ever disappoint. And he doesn't disappoint each and every Monday. Folks, what can I say? We thank you for never disappointing us in your amazing support. Like I said earlier, it was a very big weekend for Locked On Patriots over the weekend. And we thank all of you for your patronage, for taking time out of your busy schedule to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. We always appreciate it when you make us your first listen of the day. If you've done so, please make your second listen. Our good friends over at Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes. My good friends, NFL experts Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino take you through what it's like to build a successful NFL franchise every Monday through Friday. Find Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, once again, I thank you for everything that you provide to Locked On Patriots, and we hope to provide you with the same type of satisfaction in return. Until tomorrow, folks, continue to please stay safe and stay well. Be the change you wish to see in the world. On behalf of the great Thomas Murphy of E2GSports.com, I'm Mike DeBate. Have a great day, everyone. Hodges.